quick turn our Bibles to the book of John chapter 1. John chapter 1. John chapter 1 from verse 1 onwards. John chapter 1 from verse 1 onwards. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Praise be to God. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise be to God. The word from the Lord for us today is, whatever darkness it may be, the light of the Lord Jesus Christ is there to take away the darkness. The light of the Lord Jesus Christ is there to remove our darkness, to remove the darkness. So we see here in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, we see Jesus Christ who was in the beginning, that means before time began, he was there in the beginning. He was the Word, the living Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Now Jesus Christ, who is the Word of God, he's called the Word of God, he is the Word of God. He was in the beginning with God Almighty. In the beginning he was there. And what did he do? He did something that we read over here. Verse 3. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. Creator God. The Lord Jesus Christ, who came to this world 2,000 years ago, who gave sight to the blind, who gave hearing to the deaf, who cleansed the lepers, who raised the dead, he was there, he did this work way in the beginning. In the beginning, he made everything, whatever our eyes can see, whatever we can see, whatever new things that scientists may discover, all those were made by God when, in the beginning. In the beginning, Jesus Christ made all these things. He is the creator God. Think about this. If he is such a creator God, what is there that he cannot do in your life? What is there that God cannot do in your life? Whatever looks empty, whatever looks impossible, whatever looks dry, whatever looks bent out of shape, whatever looks blocked, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Word of God, has the power to change your circumstance. He has the power to overturn everything. Because Jesus, in the beginning, He did something. And what He did was, 
everything that we see was made by him. Let's just go to Genesis chapter 1 to see how he made it. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. This Jesus made everything that we see, we see as it is now. We see trees, we see mountains, we see rivers, we see sun, we see moon, we see stars, we see everything. We see everything after it's made. But how was it before that? Let's just go to Genesis chapter 1. And let's read from verse 1 onwards. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It's a topic sentence. God created the heavens and the earth. Everything in the heavens and everything in the earth, God created. And how was it before He created? Verse 2. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. So the earth that we see was not like how it is now. It was without shape, it was empty, and it was dark. So think about it. The entire earth was shapeless, it was empty. We don't see, we, we, whatever we see now was not there before. So if you think about an earth before creation, it was empty, it was dark, and it was not a circle. It was without shape. So we cannot even imagine the earth, how it would have been. Horrible looking. It was completely darkness. It was something with no shape. It was completely empty. God came and looked at this and he said, he's going to do something. Before he went and he saw the earth and he said, okay, I'm going to bring light, I'm going to bring sun, and I'm going to bring plants and I'm going to bring animals. He had the image of what he wanted this earth to become. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The very same God who has the blueprint for this earth has a blueprint for your life. The very same God who went and spoke over this earth and he said, let there be light. He didn't randomly come and say, well, I think I can say let there be light. No, no. He actually had this vision for this earth. He said, this is how this earth is going to be. This is how this earth is going to be. It's going to have light. It's going to have mountains. It's going to have rivers. It's going to have valleys. It's going to have people. It's going to have animals. It's going to have birds. And this is how beautiful it's going to look. And he said, I'm going to do it. And then he came, he spoke. I pray that God will help you understand the depth of what the Spirit of God is speaking at this hour. Before God could even say anything, he had a vision. Our God has a vision. Before he sent Ezekiel to the valley, before the Spirit of God carried Ezekiel to that valley full of dry bones, he had a vision in his mind for those dry bones. He simply didn't say, well, I think today, let Ezekiel go and say something over there and let's see what happens. No. He had a vision. In his mind was the dry bones becoming a mighty army. He had this end result in front of him. God has the end result in front of you, for e- in front of Him, for each one of your lives. That means, whatever God wants you to become, God has it in front of Him. God says, I have this blueprint, I have this plan for you. And according to this plan, God speaks His word over you. So when a prophecy comes, it's not like something that God randomly speaks, no. He speaks according to the blueprint that God has in His hand. So He says, this is the map for this person. This is how I want this person to become. See, when a building has to be built, nobody comes and says, well, let me just dig something and let me just put some walls and let's see how it takes into shape. No. 
you have an engineer draw the plan and you say this is how I want the house to be I want the door on this side and I want the windows over here and I want the house to look like this and I want the rooms like this everything is planned everything is set before and according to the plan is the construction that will take place now God is speaking to a heart result God has a very very unique blueprint for every single person just like how he had for this world he saw this world empty he saw this world dark he saw this world in a shape but he had a vision for this world and he said according to his vision so shall it be and then he started one thing at a time he said let there be light he didn't say world boom the whole world came now he came he spoke one thing at a time he said let there be light and he saw it he said this looks good because it goes exactly according to his blueprint this is what God is doing in your life many times you may think that oh Lord I see this but you know what more things need to be done God says uh uh don't look at what looks empty still because I'm working if I say let there be light and you only see light and you see emptiness still don't look at the emptiness look at me because I am speaking over your life one thing at a time one thing at a time according to the blueprint I have for you after he said let there be light then he goes to the next one he separates the light from darkness then God he speaks about the sun he, he brings sun into existence he brings moon into existence he brings the stars into existence he brings the planets into existence one thing at a time day one day two day three day four day five we see all the works of God done very meticulously each and every single day God doesn't do things randomly he does it according to his plan according to his plan that's why God says I know the plans that I have for you a lot of times you know you'd have heard it so many times and you it's so familiar it, it has lost its meaning many times Do you know what it's a very deep verse I know the plans I have for you what does it mean it means that he has a plan for your life he's not saying something at the moment he's saying something that he already planned for you he thought about it so whatever he says goes according to what he has planned according to his vision that he has for your life whatever is in that blueprint he has he speaks it over your life he speaks it over your life he speaks it over your life so when you look at earth the earth was without form the earth was void it was dark and everything looked ugly and this is where grace comes in where God comes in he says I'm going to take this earth and I'm going to do something I'm going to make it beautiful when you look at it it looks just like our lives all ugliness bent out of shape and emptiness but Jesus came and his grace came and he said I'm going to do something with your life when he came to us remember he had a blueprint he had a vision God has a vision for us and his vision is glorious the vision that he had for this earth is glorious when you look at the mountains when you look at the rivers it's breathtaking many many times you see the creation of God is so beautiful but if you can only see before he created how it was to know the picture that God had in his mind to say that I'm going to make this earth into this this is exactly what God is speaking or realize today it may look ugly it may look empty it may look out of shape 
but I have a picture. I have a design. I can make you into this. I can speak over your life. When I speak over your life, life comes into existence. Whatever God says, it shall be. Whatever God speaks over our life, it shall be. Whenever God comes and says something over us, it happens. His word never returns void. So when He speaks something over our lives, it happens. Without fail, it happens. So we see verse 3 here, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. I want to pause here for a moment as the Holy Spirit wants me to. When God spoke light, He drove out the darkness. God drove out the darkness by speaking light into existence. I want to say it again, I want to repeat it again one more time. God drove out the darkness by speaking light over the earth. In our lives, if we want our darkness to leave, we need God to speak His light over our lives. The Bible says His word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. His word gives us light. When God comes and speaks His light over our lives, all of a sudden, whatever looks dark disappears. You call that the power of God. The power of God to bring to existence that which is not there and drive out of that place that which is there. I want to say one more time. The power of God is to bring to existence that which is not there and to drive out that which is there. So what did God drive out? God drove out the darkness out of the earth. And what did God bring in? God brought His light in. How did he drive out the darkness? He drove out the darkness by bringing his light in. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. There are certain areas in your life. It's a prophecy that God is giving at this hour. There are certain areas in our life. What the Holy Spirit is showing me is like little pockets. Little pockets in your areas where there's darkness. Darkness here, darkness there. Darkness here, darkness there. Darkness here, darkness there. And you feel like this darkness is there to stay. But God says no. When the Word of God comes in, when the light comes in, which is the Word of God, the Word is the light, when it comes in, it drives out darkness. And what happens? That darkness is replaced with light. God's light comes in and it drives out the darkness. So wherever there is darkness in your life, in all those pockets God says, when His Word comes, when He comes and speaks over that area, darkness leaves and it's replaced with His light. God's light. Now, I want to take you to John chapter 1 as the Holy Spirit wants me to. So I'm just going to switch there and see what the Lord has for us. Let's just go back to John chapter 1. John chapter 1. And I'm going to read verse 1 onward. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him, nothing was made that was made. Jesus Christ, who was in the beginning, the Creator God, brought into existence that which was not, and drove out that which was there. And let's see what He did. Verse 4, In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. So when He brought the light in, what did He bring over this earth? He brought His life upon this earth. When you see this earth, you can see life. How did that life come about to be? 
It was the light of God that came with the light of God. When God's light comes in, His life comes in. So in your life, in those pockets where there are darkness, where God says, I'm going to remove the darkness, I'm going to move the darkness out of there, by putting in my light, and when my light comes in, light will come in. There are certain areas in your life where you feel, Lord, I feel lifeless here, I feel dead here, I feel death here, and God is speaking at this hour, God says, in those areas, whatever area it may be in your life, little pocket in your heart, little pocket of darkness that is there, God says, my light will come, and it will just take away the darkness, it will bring in the light, and with that light will come light. You know, in your body, in certain places, if you don't have blood flow, know that for sure, that area will become dead. In order for that area to live again, you know what you need? You need circulation. You need the blood to circulate. That place has to be filled with that oxygen that needs to carry the blood in that area. And what will happen? Life will come in. In your heart, in your family, in your workplace, wherever it is, wherever you see pockets of darkness, God says, His light will come in, and what will it do? It will drive out the darkness, just like suddenly that oxygen comes in, suddenly that blood flow comes in, and all of a sudden what happens? Where there was death, life begins to flow. When the life of God comes in, all of a sudden you become different. Where there was death, Death is replaced. Life coming in. Whatever area it is. Maybe happy with, oh I'm happy this area is fine. But you know, this area is dead. Wherever you feel death, 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 God says that that dead area can be driven out by His life coming in. His light coming in. The light brings the life of God. In Him was life. And the life was the light of man. Think about this. If there's no light in this world, we'll all be dead. The plants need light. We need light. If we don't have vegetation, we'll all be dead. But light is so crucial because it carries life. And where did that light come from? It came from God Almighty. God is speaking to our hearts today. He says, wherever there's death, this life of Christ will come and it will drive out that death and it will replace that death with this life. It will drive out the darkness and it will replace the darkness with his life. Let's read verse 5. And the light shines in darkness and darkness did not comprehend it. Hallelujah. This light shines in darkness. What happens? When the light shines in darkness, all of a sudden, darkness cannot stay there. God is all powerful. I want you to speak over your circumstance and say that His light has power over my dark circumstance. His light is more powerful than the darkness that is there. His light is more powerful than the death that is there. We're so used to seeing darkness, 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 that we begin to sing songs of darkness. We say that, oh, darkness is so powerful, I have darkness, I don't think this darkness can leave, and this darkness will staying for 35 years, and, and no matter what it is, this darkness is never going to go. This pocket is going to have darkness, but God says, no, 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 no. As long as God lives, He 
believe, they're able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or imagine. But the question is, are you believing God to drive out the darkness? When God came and spoke over this earth, God had faith. God had a plan and God said, when I speak it, it's going to happen. And it happened. The difference between the earth and us is, the earth is not a human being with a soul. We can make decisions when it comes to letting God do the impossible in our lives. God spoke over the earth and He did all kinds of things. The earth didn't resist. The earth didn't say, well, no, God, I don't believe it's going to happen now. The Bible says the trees of the field, they clap their hands. When God comes and He says His word over it, they all welcome it. How much more you and I who have living souls within us. When God says, I am able to do this, how many of us can say, Yes, Lord, do it in my life. Do it now. I want it and I believe it. And refuse to see the darkness that is there. How many of you can refuse to see the darkness that we all know is there? But don't give power to it by saying that, Oh, you're more powerful. You know, some people are like that. You know how they in, in India, when you have idols, they'll go and pour milk over it, pour oil over it, pour ghee over it, and then worship it. Like that, many people worship darkness. Many people worship their failure. They go and speak over it, and speak over it, and speak over it. This is never going to change. This is never going to change. This is never, that's how it is. Every time you go and say it's never going to change. You're just pouring milk over it, ghee over it, pouring all kinds of What are you doing? Worshipping that very thing, saying that this is never going to change in my life. This is never going to change in my life. You know, what are you doing? You are stealing your own faith by speaking things that are not of God. Because it goes contrary to the blueprint that God has for your life. In God's blueprint for your life, there's no darkness. Not a pocket of darkness that is there. In God's blueprint for your life, there is light. When He says light, it is light. Darkness cannot comprehend the light. Period. In your life, God has a beautiful plan. He has this vision for you. And in that vision, there's no blemish at all. In God's vision, there is no blemish at all. God's vision that God has for you has no blemish at all. God is speaking to your heart and lower. How many of you believe that? In my life, every area can be perfected because God's word says, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Hallelujah. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Sounds foreign to us or familiar to us. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Everything. Just like it took six days to create, God is still working. In every area of our life, God is working. So it's important for us to say that He who said that He will perfect everything that concerns me, will perfect everything that concerns me. That means He's working, He's working, He's working, He's working, He's working. You know what God does? When he looks at our life, he sees what needs to be done. And he continues to work, he continues to work, he continues to work, he continues to work. The Bible says, our God never slumbers nor sleeps. He's working all the time. God is working all the time. So God saw this earth and he said, let me bring light. And that light came and it flooded the world. Darkness left. 
So after that, he started creating. He started bringing plans. He started bringing fun. He started bringing. What did he do? He started doing one thing at a time. One thing at a time. One thing at a time. Know this for sure. Every time God does something in your life, and every time you see a progress in your life, God does this, and He says, "This is good. This is good." You know why? Because it's His work. It cost Jesus everything. In order for God to set you free from something, in order for God to heal you of your sickness, in order for God to do something in your life, it took the blood of Jesus. So when He gives you that healing, He looks at you and He says, "It's good. It's very good. What I did is good." When we take that, we say, "Lord, it's good. What you did is good." You know what we say? You know what we're doing? We are lining up our will with the will of the Father. Just like how He appreciates, we appreciate too. Appreciation comes from God. It's the nature of God. When He created, He looked at it and He saw that it was good, and He said that it is good. Our God is a God who speaks. He never says that. Well, I see it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not. No comments. No. He does something and he looks at it and he says, "This is good." Our God is a God who communicates. When he does something in you, he looks at you and he says, "This is good. What I have done in your life is good." We see what God has done in our lives and we see God saying good. We hear God saying good. We should be people who will also say, "Yes, God, it is good. What you've done is good." And what more you're going to do? That's also going to be good. And I believe. Yes, right now it's light, but it's still empty. I'm not going to say, Lord, there's light, but it's empty. Is it going to stay empty, Lord? I feel emptiness, and it's all empty, Lord. I'm going to cry over the emptiness. Always going to thank you for the light. Thank you for the light. Thank you for the light. As you thank you for the light, you know the Creator God. He looks at everything in your life, and He says, "This needs to go to place. This needs to go on this place. This needs to go on the place." And I'm going to bring this over here. I'm going to decorate this over here. I'm going to make this over here. God is interested in your life. God is interested in beautifying your life. God is interested in unifying you. God is interested in taking your emptiness away. God is interested in giving worth and meaning to your life in Jesus Christ. And so, what God does, He comes and He fixes. All you need to do is let Him do it. If you say, Lord, whatever you want to do in my life, do it, Lord. God will come and do one thing after another, one thing after another, one thing after another. When God enters into our life, He never stays idle. Our God is busy. He's always busy. He never stays idle. He is in the business of changing. We go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. He keeps us moving forward by His grace and by His mercy. The only thing that we need to do is not to resist the work of the living God. When we resist the work of the living God by unbelief, whatever God is doing will come to a halt. When we resist the work of the Lord by saying no to Him by our actions and by our words, we put a stop to what God is doing. God is speaking to our hearts with His power. God looked at this earth and He said, "I'm going to do something about this." And He had this beautiful picture of how this world is going to be. And He said, "According to this, I am going to speak over this world." And He spoke. He spoke. He spoke. He spoke, and then He made. With his hands, he made us. 
With his breath he made us. With his word he made us. Same thing God does in our lives. According to the plan that he has for us, he has a plan for you, remember. Our God never does anything randomly. He has a plan for you, a beautiful plan for you, and according to that plan, he speaks his word over your life. And as he speaks, something happens. Every time he speaks, something happens. Every time he speaks, something happens. As it happens, as it takes shape, whatever is so empty, he knows about it and he will bring it to pass with something that he has in mind in that spot. God is very faithful. How many of you have decorated your homes? When you decorate your home, your table may look empty, but you're not going to say, well, I'm going to decorate the table first, you're going to sweep the floor first. I think if you do the other way around, it's not going to look good. First, you're going to take all the dust off. You're going to clean the floor. After you clean the floor, then you're going to move the furniture where it needs to be. After the furniture goes where it needs to be, then you're going to come and say, okay, this floor needs to go here, or this centerpiece needs to go here, or whatever needs to go here. According to your taste, you beautify your house. That's the order. We're made in the image of God. We act like Him, in a little way. We do things like Him. He did, step by step by step, and that's how we do it. When we look at our lives, we have to understand, God works the same way. Step by step, He does. He says, this place is out of order, I'm going to fix this. While He's fixing this, you know what, the devil will come and say, well, look at that place, that place is out of order. Do we have faith that our God is working in our lives? Do we have faith that he who began a good work in us will complete it if we just let him do it? Do we have faith that this God who loves us, who took us from the pit, this God who loves us, who saw us, he came to us with his blueprint and he said, every area of their life shall be beautified by me, every area. There won't be a single area that will not be untouched by the living God, every area. If you let him to, that's the key. If you let God to change every area of your life, he will change every area of your life. The very same God who came and he looked at this earth, the word of God who was in the beginning with God, who is God, who brought everything that we see into existence, before he brought it into existence, saw emptiness, saw darkness, saw void, saw shapelessness, and he had in his mind something glorious. Just like how you'll have a vision, a picture for your living room. And you'll arrange your living room according to that picture that you have in your mind. Or you're building something, you have a picture, a vision in your mind, and according to that you do it. The potter, whatever way he wants to design that pot, he has an image in his mind before he can do it. God had an image in his mind for this earth, and God has an image for you of you in his mind. And he says, one thing at a time, one thing at a time, one thing at a time, I'm bringing order, one thing at a time, one step at a time. God is bringing order in your life. It is important for you to take your eyes off of what needs to be done because he's working. It's important to let the Lord be Lord in the now to do what he wants to do in your life now. 
I want to repeat this again as the Holy Spirit wants me to. What God is doing in your life now, it's important for you to enjoy that process and let God be God and let Him work in your life in the now. Whatever God is doing in your life now, let God be God and let Him do His work He wants to do right now in your life. And whatever looks incomplete, He will complete it. He will complete it. God will complete it. Every area that needs to be fixed, He will fix it. He's coming. As he's finishing this, he's coming to that. As he's finishing this, he's coming to this. As he's finishing this, he's coming to this. My God is working. Whatever God has meant in his mind, the vision that he has for you, God will fulfill it if you just let him do it. Shall we all stand up together and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Open your mouth and say it wherever you are. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Say it. Say his word out. God has spoken it over your life. You say it out and make it yours. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Say it again. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Amen. Say it again. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Amen. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Say it again. The Lord will perfect. Say it again with faith. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Hallelujah. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Say it again. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. One more time. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Say it again. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Hallelujah. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Hallelujah. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Hallelujah. Whatever concerns you, God will perfect that. Hallelujah. Whatever concerns your life, God will perfect it. As long as you let Him do His work, He will do His mighty work. Hallelujah. As long as you let God do His work, He will do His mighty work. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 One step at a time. One step at a time. Thank God for His goodness. One step at a time. God is doing something in our lives. God is doing something in our lives. Thank Him for what He has done already. And look forward to what He's going to do. Hallelujah. And don't complain for what is not done. Because He is working. He takes faith to see what is incomplete to become complete. Hallelujah. Because He is perfecting everything that concerns me. Hallelujah. God is perfecting everything that concerns you. Whatever concerns our families, whatever concerns our children, whatever concerns our houses, whatever concerns whatever it is, our God is here to perfect everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. Thank him, thank him for this word that God has given. Hallelujah. When light comes in, darkness will flee. Hallelujah. When light comes in, darkness will flee. Hallelujah. When light comes in, darkness will flee. Hallelujah. When Jesus comes in, sickness will flee. Hallelujah. When Jesus comes in, death will flee. Hallelujah. When Jesus comes in, whatever is standing before us will shake and flee. Hallelujah. When Jesus comes in, hallelujah. When God sees the light over our lives, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When Jesus is my portion, my constant prayer is He. His eyes on the battle, and I know He watches me. When Jesus is my portion, my constant prayer is He.
Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for your presence that is here. Thank you, Lord, for being our God and our King. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, you have a plan for our lives. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. And according to your plan, you speak over our lives. Every state that we face in our lives. You speak over our lives. You're doing something new. Hallelujah. You're doing something new. Hallelujah. You're doing something new, oh Jesus. Hallelujah. Every time we do something, it's new. Hallelujah. It's new. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Every time you do something, it's new. Hallelujah. Every time God does something in our life, it's new. Hallelujah. He never offers anything fair. He never does anything. Oh, from the old. Oh, but he says, the old is gone. And behold, the new has begun. Hallelujah. The old is gone and the new has begun. Hallelujah. Oh, his eyes on the surface. And I know he watches me. Yes, it is Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Whatever is empty in your life, whatever is empty in your life, hallelujah. Whatever there's emptiness in your life, hallelujah. The Lord God who says, I will perfect everything that concerns you. He will perfect everything that concerns you, hallelujah. Also praise Him for what He has done today. And thank you for what he's going to do tomorrow. Hallelujah. Therefore, he watches over you. Hallelujah. To do good for you. But God is watching over you. To do good for you. Hallelujah. He does good for his people. Hallelujah. Our God does good for his people. Hallelujah. He goes on the Sabbath. And I know he watches. Me, hallelujah. Oh, he's watching over you to do good for you, hallelujah. God is doing something new. Something new. Oh, God is doing something new. There's this new season that is coming, hallelujah. When this light will come and drive away the darkness, hallelujah. There's every bit of darkness that is there in every pocket of your life. God says, it shall be gone. It shall be gone. It shall be gone. Before you very eyes, it shall be gone. Hallelujah. Before you very eyes, it shall be gone. Hallelujah. And all you see is light. Hallelujah. All the darkness cannot comprehend the light of God. Hallelujah. Darkness cannot comprehend the light of God. Hallelujah. The darkness cannot comprehend the light of God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, no, He watches me. To do something good for you, hallelujah. God is looking at you to do something good for you. And it's a God's peace. And it's a God's desire to think. It is to do something good, hallelujah. When God's on this earth, He said, I'm going to take this and I'm going to make this beautiful, hallelujah. God says the same thing about you. Oh, all the ideas that He see, He said, I'm going to take it away. Oh, the light will come. And when the light comes, darkness will draw, be driven out. Darkness will leave, hallelujah. When the light comes, it will drive out the darkness. Hallelujah. Yes, he does. And I know he watches me. His eyes on the same. 
every time God sees, He sees because He wants to do something good. Hallelujah. And every time He does something good, He doesn't stop there. He looks at what else needs to be done. Hallelujah. God looks and He says, Oh, I'm saying more work needs to be done. I'm going to fix everything. I'm going to fix everything. Hallelujah. God is there to fix everything. Hallelujah. There will not be a single
every word that you've given to us, Lord. Lord, you're doing something. You're doing something new. And you're doing something all the time. Help us to see what you've done and help us to see what you're doing. And help us to look forward to what you're going to do, Father. Help us to be full of praises to our King. Hallelujah. Not a word of complaining. Oh, but full of thanksgiving to the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Because you're working, you're working, you're working. And you have said that you will perfect everything that concerns us. Hallelujah. So we thank you, Lord. For Jesus, you're making something new. Hallelujah. The Word of God, the very Lamb of God, the Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, who made all things brand new. Oh, in the beginning of time. Hallelujah. He is here to do something new in our lives. And we give ourselves over to His working. Hallelujah. Let's give ourselves over to His working. Tell the Lord, work in me, Jesus. Move in me, O oh precious Lord. Work in me, Jesus. Fix me. Fix my family. Fix my circumstances. Fix my health, fix my finances, whatever you need to God, you whatever you want God to fix. Tell the Lord God, fix these things. Perfect these things, Lord. Perfect everything about my life. Perfect everything that concerns me, oh Lord. Tell the Lord of this hour. And God who hears it will answer it. Hallelujah. He will answer you. Hallelujah. God will answer you according to the blueprint that God has for your life. God will put things in order. God will put things in order. God will make new things. Hallelujah. Where all will be God. And new will begin. All will be gone. New will begin. All will be gone. New will begin. All will be gone. And new will begin. Hallelujah. All will be gone. And new will begin. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. Thank you for your word that you've given to us. When your word comes, we know that something has begun. Hallelujah. Because your word is life and it will never return void. We thank you. Thank you for your words you've given to each and every single brother and sister who is here. And all those who have joined us, Lord, Father. Lord, from other states and other countries. Lord, the same word is touching them at this hour. And you've given them this very same word, Father. You've given us all this very same word, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. And we have received it, O oh Lord, with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. We've received this word, O oh Lord, with thanksgiving. And we look forward to all the things that you're going to do in our lives according to your vision, Lord. According to your dream, Lord. According to your dream, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. According to your dream, hallelujah. According to your dream, Father. Fulfill your plan my life, O Lord. Let thy kingdom come. Let thy will be known. On earth in our lives as it is in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you for doing this. Bless your people, O Lord. And I pray that throughout this week, may your presence be with them, Father. And move them into the newness of life that you have for them. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon us. And be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon us. And bless us with His peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. May the love of God the Father. And the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit. Rest and remain with us all. Now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen.